Hello and welcome to Structure Finance in Focus, a Fitch Ratings podcast that takes an in-depth look at the latest development across global ABS, CMBS, CLOs and more. I am Christina Pagani, Director EMEA MBS, and on today's episode I will be discussing the UK mortgage market, trends in mortgage originations and our expectations for the UK housing and mortgage market with my colleague Brad Kelman, an Associate Director in the UK RMBS team. Brad, there's been a lot of discussion around the UK mortgage charter earlier in the summer. Could you tell us what are your expectations on arrears and what it means for borrowers on the broader market? Yeah, sure, Christina. The UK Mortgage Charter focuses on borrowers in financial difficulty and encourages lenders to provide forbearance options to struggling borrowers rather than moving to repossession. It also restricts possession of mortgage properties until 12 full months after the first mispayment. Lenders were already utilizing forbearance as a tool to work with borrowers facing financial difficulties, but the Charter has been codified to support this approach. Additionally, the Charter allows borrowers coming to the end of their fixed rate period to look into new fixed rate deals up to six months ahead. It also permits borrowers to request a better like-for-like fixed rate deal where it becomes available. Overall, we think it will provide some breathing room to struggling borrowers and should allow some to recover and eventually return to fully performing status. However, with some weaker borrowers, the risk is that we could see the delay in possession activity leading to a build-up in arrears during the 12 months prior until possession occurs. Thank you, Brad. Another interesting topic concerns strong rental demand and reduced supply, which has led to average rental growth of 7% over the last 12 months. Could you tell us more about our views on the buy-to-let segment of the market? Sure. So this is really interesting at the moment. The significant increase in mortgage rates over the past 12 to 18 months has begun to create some pressure in the buy-to-let sector. The latest UK finance data shows that buy-to-let loans with arrears greater than 2.5% of the loan balance increased to approximately 8,900 loans. This is a 60% increase compared to Q2 2022. Despite this, total arrears loans in the buy-to-let sector remain low at less than 0.5% of the total outstanding stock of buy-to-let loans. The rate of increase is quite notable and we think this could be the start of some deterioration in the asset performance for the sector. We have also observed a deep decline in new buy-to-let originations, with new loan origination volume falling by 44% to $5.7 billion in Q1 2023, compared to 12 months prior. The weakness in the buy-to-let sector is being driven by a few factors. The higher mortgage rates which are impacting affordability for some borrowers. At the same time, we have not seen a sufficient increase in rents across the market to compensate for the increase in interest costs of landlords. It is likely that a number of investment properties are no longer very profitable at this stage. Also, the change in tax rules for mortgage interest, which came into effect between 2017 and 2020, also had an impact for smaller buy-to-let landlords who may fall into the additional and higher rate tax bracket. All these factors appear to be driving smaller landlords with lower yielding properties to exit their positions and take profit via any house price appreciation. As suggested by the latest HMRC annual capital gains data, Related to residential property disposal, for the last two years, landlords have disposed of approximately 150,000 properties annually, compared to less than 100,000 during the 2020 to 2021 period. Also, rental platform Zoopla has reported that the proportion of rental properties listed for sale on this platform and then returning to the rental market is now at 30%, compared to 50% prior to the pandemic. 
So overall, we expect the trend of smaller but to landlords exiting the sector to continue while the market rebalances. Thank you, Brad. You touched upon some deterioration in the buy-to-let space. Could you give us an overview of the performance in the prime space? Yeah, sure. So performance in the owner-occupied prime space continues to be quite resilient with the latest UK finance data showing loans in arrears more than three months at just 0.8%. As I previously mentioned, we are seeing a more pronounced deterioration in performance in the buy-to-let space. However, this is coming from a very low base and overall arrears levels remain very low. Notably, the biggest performance deterioration is concentrated in more seasoned buy-to-let loans, which are already on their floating rates. In terms of our outlook, we continue to expect some deterioration in asset performance. However, this is likely to be muted. Most households should be able to come through the current headwinds given the strong UK wage growth and being locked in at lower rates on existing fixed rate products. Thank you, Brad. What about the performance in fixed-rated RMBS transactions, especially non-conforming pools? Has the performance story been any different then compared to the wider mortgage market? And have we revised our arrears forecasts? Yeah, so similar to the wider market, asset performance in the prime RMBS sector remains very resilient, with total arrears remaining stable around 1% throughout 2023 thus far. Performance deterioration in the buy-to-let sector has been a bit more pronounced, with total buy-to-let arrears in fixed-rated RMBS transactions increasing to 2.7%, as at June 2023 compared to 1.3% a year ago. Unsurprisingly, the biggest falloff in asset performance has been in the non-conforming sector, where arrears have increased by 7 percentage points at June 2023, with total arrears reaching 18.5%. This deterioration in performance is not surprising given the weaker nature of non-conforming borrowers and the fact that these loans are floating rate. The floating rate nature of these loans to these borrowers means they have experienced the brunt of the rising interest rate environment for some time now. Finally, the pace of arrears accumulation in the non-conforming sector has prompted us to revise our forecast and we now expect total arrears to be to peak in the range of 22.5% to 23% for 2023. Okay, Christina, so I have a couple questions for you. Can you tell us more on the latest trends in affordability? Would you signal any segment of the market that could be impacted other than the buy-to-let sector, which we touched on already? Sure, Brad. First of all, increased household core expenditure and mortgage payments have been factored in by lenders into their underwriting assessment. And this is clearly affecting principally the first-time buyer segment and reducing the origination volume in the IS loan-to-income and loan-to-value brackets. Therefore, scarcity of products is likely to constrain borrowers in the first-time buyer segment. However, we also anticipate the demand for specialist lending uh, to increase, as this market can be appealing to individuals with complex income sources and affordability constraints. Hmm, interesting. So as concluding remarks, can you share our views on home prices for the remainder of 2023 into 2024? Well, amid the affordability constraints, a trend towards longer mortgage term has emerged and could support prices. Um, even though it's debatable how much further this could go without lending into retirement. The availability of home for sale will increase in part because buy-to-let landlords are exiting the market, reducing the recent undersupply. Uh, if we look at house price series, which are maintained by both Nationwide and Halifax, which typically publish a month ahead of HM land registry data, both show flattening house prices in the second quarter 2023. The data from the land registry is following a similar pattern, and despite month-on-month volatility, 
This is already indicative of a cooling housing market. Fitch's expectations for 2023 were of a more material correction, from minus 5 to minus 7%, and price stability in 2024. Fitch continues to expect a nominal price decline in 2023 as the market adjusts to higher interest rates environment for longer, with consumer price inflation expe- expected to remain above 2% target for the next three years, which, with prices stabilizing in 2024. This brings us to the end of the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us on this brief discussion on the UK mortgage market.